But today, I would like to speak to you about very important point as we are reflecting about the holiness and relationships. So today, we are going to reflect about how to overcome wrong relationship. So in order to discuss and reflect about how to overcome wrong relationship, we should know which is wrong relationship. For many people today, they don't identify which is wrong or which is right because for them everything is right. Everything is all right. Everything is okay for them, provided nobody judge them. So this is a wrong understanding. The word of God judges us. So word of God has all the right and duty to judge because Bible says very clearly it is his word that judges us. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Abba, Father, we love you. We praise you. We worship you. Thank you, Father. We read Gospel of John chapter 12. Verse 48. Chapter 12, verse 48. We read like this. The one who rejects me and does not receive my word has a judge. On the last day, the word that I have spoken will serve as judge. So anyone who say, don't judge me, I don't want judgment, I don't want anyone to judge me, they say, in fact, I don't want word of God. They are denying the judge. So as per Christians, those who believe in Christianity, those who follow Jesus Christ, the word of God is judge. As a priest, I'm not supposed to judge anyone, but I can proclaim the word that judges you. I can proclaim the word that judges me. I can proclaim, I have to proclaim because that's my primary duty as a priest to preach the gospel and to celebrate Holy Eucharist, to forgive the sins and to heal the sick. This is the duty of a priest. Therefore, it is also my duty to preach the word that may judge you. Please don't feel offended about it because that is our duty. Praise the Lord. So what word may judge us. It may, so that is why Jesus said, my word will bring fire inside. It may pierce. The word of God is double-edged sword. It pierce inside of you. Therefore, we need to understand. When we hear certain truths, we may be shocked. Maybe for the first time, someone is telling you this. So don't get shocked. Because this all based on word of God, whatever that we preach. Praise the Lord. So, my dear brothers and sisters, when we speak about how to keep a holy relationship, and how do we know which are the wrong relationship, how to overcome the wrong relationship, we need to look into the Bible and should have the mind of Christ. So, when we read the Bible and go through the Bible passages, we know what is the mind of Christ. We have so many relationships today. One is the most important holy relationship, marriage. The marriage between husband and wife, a man and woman. Only these are considered as marriage. And marriage become valid only when it is done in front of the altar. When a priest celebrates it, blesses you, unites you. Then it becomes a sacrament. In the sacrament, you receive the grace of marriage grace of marriage. We will discuss about this importance of sanctity of marriage another day, but this is how the marriage relationship. In marriage, a husband tells a wife, 
I give my body and myself totally to you. Wife tells the husband, I give myself, my body and myself totally to you. And they become one. That is called marriage. So what about premarital relationship? There are people who are entering into relationship, friendship, premarital relationship, even physical relationship. What does it mean? In the premarital relationship, one person say, I give my body, but about myself, I have not yet decided. I give my body to you temporarily. You enjoy, I will also enjoy. But I giving myself totally to you permanently, I have not yet decided. So that is what premarital relationship. What about living together without a sacrament of marriage? That is nothing but a merely prostitution. A kind of adultery. Because I don't want to give myself totally to you. I don't want any responsibility on you. I don't want to take responsibility after our relationship. Even if a child comes out as a result of our relationship. I don't want any responsibility. This is only, it's not any covenant. It is an adjustment for the time being. If it goes well, we will go on well. If not, we will break up any time. So this kind of uh, relationship is not really a covenant. It is not decent because we don't respect the other person. We only use the other person as an instrument and we are not giving totally to the other person. Therefore, it cannot be considered as a sacrament of marriage or any kind of marriage because there is no holiness. And then those of people who are married legally and also sacramentally, but they are they having extramarital relationship. So those people have also have a problem. They initially they have decided to surrender themselves totally in the marriage sacrament of marriage, knowing each other with full consent. They got married in front of the Lord, and now they say. Yes, at that moment, during the sacrament of marriage, they said, I give my body and myself totally unto you. But somewhere in the middle, they decided to betroth themselves. They broke the covenant in front of the Almighty God. The covenant which they have taken in front of the Almighty God. Now they give only their body whenever they need some pleasure, but they have not given themselves completely to the other person. And that is why we are, they have no guilt feeling and prick of conscience when they enter into extramarital relationships. So these are the things that we need to understand, first of all, as an um, introduction to this. So therefore, my dear brothers and sisters, marriage is supposed to be kept undefiled, the marriage relationship. We know from the Bible passages which we will discuss and reflect in the coming days in a special way. Now, there are many husbands and wives. They are married in a proper way. But because this world has become so defiled and this world has become so much into the sinful attitude, the worldly pleasures are so much and temptations are so much. There are no self-giving, total surrender to each other is not taking place in many husband-wife relationship. I remember one lady came and complained. She said, 
father my husband has got lots of time for my body but he has no time for me my husband has got lots of time for my body but he has no time for me what does it mean the husband is only interested in her body to enjoy his enjoy the pleasure of it but he has no time to spend with her no time to go out no time to speak no time to express the love of the loving conversation no time to know each other because he is interested only in the body not interested in her therefore this woman is feeling empty though she has a husband she feels emptiness inside and she said father he has lots of time for my body but he has no time for me whenever he need and desire for his flesh he comes to me but at the same time whenever i want to talk to him he has no time he is so busy many husbands are using their wives or the life partner as an instrument only for their pleasure my dear brothers and sisters it's a breaking of the covenant of sanctity of the marriage we do need to repent the husband wife relationship primarily it is holy and it's a spiritual relationship and secondly it is emotional relationship only third physical relationship the physical relationship comes only in the third so therefore it has to be kept so holy so i remember one boy the boy and girl so they one girl came and said and she she said father i have a boyfriend i trust him i love him we love each other and my parents everyone said it is wrong i don't think anything wrong i don't find anything wrong i think this is a gift of god this boy is a gift of god god has given me now i have found true love in him and then i spoke to her and then said let me tell you how many day how many hours you speak every day she said we speak almost all the time do you go physically and speak she said no he calls me over the phone sometimes at midnight for hours and sometimes sometimes early morning sometimes daytime sometimes when we go for walk and he speaks what is the conversation what is the content of your conversation and then he said father there is not much content but we just go on speaking and then in between the conversation i don't want to explain the whole details of the conversation but let me tell you this girl also confessed one thing admitted one thing most of the conversations are about the physical relationship all sexual connotations because that is what he is interested in he is interested in all these wrong things therefore he wants to know more and more and then after talking we came to know she even had texted her own pictures photographs selfies in different positions and sent to him and everything in his, his custody i said why did he ask for all this because he loves me she said she, he loves me therefore i trust him completely and i told her be careful about him if he trust loves you why does he is so curious about these physical things 
And how can he ask for all these photos? Why is he interested in only these things? My dear brothers and sisters, when the lust controls, we look at the other person as part by part. But when love controls, you look at the other person as a whole. Why people are interested in knowing the part by part and start evaluating each one's body parts? Do you think the other person only an instrument of your pleasure to evaluate and look at the other person as part by part? It's a clear sign of lust. If God also looks at part by part. My dear brothers and sisters, this is something that we need to be very careful about. If the other person is not able to respect our body and accept us as a whole, that means there is something wrong. If that person loves you, he will protect you. If that boy loves you, he will always protect you, your dignity, your identity, your body, your holiness, and he will always respect you as a person, not as a commodity in the marketplace. Therefore, it's a wrong relationship. This is not good, holy relationship, but this is only lust relationship. He is not interested in you, he is interested in your body. My dear brothers and sisters, we have to be very careful about every relationship. One day one girl, she's only 12 years old. And she said, Father, can I have a boyfriend? She's only 12, she wants a boyfriend. What is your opinion about boyfriend and girlfriend? She just only 12. And then I said, why do you need a boyfriend? Why do you need a girlfriend? But you can have friends who happens to be boys. You, who can, you can have friends who happen to be girls. But when you pick out of thousands, you pick one and say, this is my boyfriend. This is dangerous. This is not healthy. Especially when you are only 12. Because this is, we are feeding the lust. What you feed, that will grow inside. Every human being has got love and lust. In the childhood, as a small child, we are supposed to feed our love, not lust. So we should have a healthy relationship with everyone. We have so many friends who happen to be girls, so many friends who happen to be boys. There is nothing wrong, but exclusively one person and reject everyone else and you talk only to one person, even from your childhood, just only 12 years old, this is not healthy. You are feeding your lust. And he is also feeding his lust. He whoever may be. This is not holy. Then she said, Father, I already have a boyfriend. And we speak only holy things. And then I said, what kind of holy things? We speak about Bible. We speak about, we go to church always together. Walking hand in hand. Therefore, I think this is a gift of God. God has given me my dear brothers and sisters, you are only 12. God will never give a gift of boyfriend and girlfriend. God will give you a boyfriend or girlfriend when it is needed. And any other friend whom you collect and call them boyfriend, it is not from God. It is from your lust. That you are feeding something wrong. We should have friends, my dear brothers and sisters. If you are a girl, have so many friends, good friends, holy friends. If you are a boy, have so many friends who may be girls or boys who may be, but have good friends. 
God wants us. God will be so happy to see you moving around with everyone and enjoying like a, like a, a beautiful bird in the garden of Eden playing around and moving around as a small child, young child, young girl. You're moving around with everyone, laughing, talking, chatting. God will be happy, but God won't be happy to see you out of hundreds. You have selected one and he's possessing as if you are having a pet. There will be a time when you need a husband or need a wife. That is the time God will bring a person whom you want to love or that you can desire but God will bring. Not when you are in studies. When you are in studies, these kinds of relationships may not help you to focus on your studies. Therefore God will never bring anything that is distracting you from studies. In case if anyone you get, remember that need not be from God, that is your choice. And you may end up in marriage, but then God won't be responsible. You can force God to bless it. You can force your parents to bless it. You can force your parish priest to consecrate it. He may do it, but the consequence we have to be responsible. If God, otherwise, if it is from the Lord, God will take the responsibility. But if it is our choice and we are forcing God to apply, uh, approve it, then we will have to take responsibility. Praise the Lord. So my dear brothers and sisters, these are the things that you need to be very careful about when you enter into a relationship. And even pre-marital relationships, some boys and girls who are in relationship and even have sexual relationship, physical relationship before marriage. Always remember, it will bring a scar in your body, scar in your life, scar in your emotion, scar in your personality. Every premarital relationship will bring a scar in your life. I remember one boy, young man, married. He came and he was crying. He's into uh, to God and prayer and everything. And he said, Father, I will do anything to get rid of this. I said, what do you want to get rid of? Then he said, Father... In my bedroom, we are not alone. I said, who else is there? And then he said, in my imagination, when I'm having the physical relation with my life partner, I'm thinking about my ex-girlfriend. Always I'm thinking about it. It is not going from my mind. I know I'm doing an injustice to my wife. She's so loving. She's so good. But I'm not able to come out of it, Father. It is eating me up. My dear brothers and sisters, this is something that we need to be very careful. We read Matthew chapter 5 verse 28. Matthew chapter 5 verse 28. We read like this. But I say to you that everyone who looks at a woman with lust has already committed adultery with her in, her, in his heart. When you look at a boy or man or girl or woman, when you look at that person with lust, has already committed adultery with her in his heart. Therefore, my dear brothers and sisters, that's why I said this culture of looking the other person by part by part, it is not from God. Evaluating each body part, this is not from God. This is a clear sign of the lust. Look at the other person as a whole and start loving the person, not some parts. Praise the Lord. One day one youth came and asked, Father, young person, and he said, Father, should I, you know, they are into relationship, this boy and this girl, they are into relationship, their friendship, 
but they are keeping a very holy good relationship in the sense they don't touch each other but they love each other they respect each other is not they don't talk anything unholy and they are almost in the marriage age they are also thinking of marriage and then he came and said father anyway we are going to get married i'm sure i'm going to get married to her alone and she is also sure that he, i will he, she will get married to me alone so is it okay if i go and sleep with her this is the doubt he had then i told him my dear friend if you are meant to be with that girl if you are meant to be with that girl and if god is going to bless you to be in marriage why are you in hurry why are you so uh, fired with the passion of the body wait be patient once you are married you can give your rest of your life completely for her but if she is not meant for you if this is not the one whom god has not cho- has chosen then why do you want to harm your future married life and harm her future married life you decide you say you are going to marry here my dear brothers and sisters in this world you cannot be 100% sure of anything unless you get married first therefore my dear brothers and sisters we should never enter into such kinds of physical relationship or any kind of and then he said father is it okay to kiss her okay i don't go to sleep with her but is it okay to kiss her then i told him practice the purity you would hope your spouse should have in the future practice the purity for example once you marry suppose you marry another girl and you marry and at the end on the first day of the marriage she says my dear i had an ex boyfriend he used to frequently kiss me is that okay for you will you be so happy to hear that will you tell oh you are an expert in this so now i'm happy my dear brothers and sisters no human being no man who wants it has a got a dignity will be happy about it therefore i told him practice the purity you would hope your future spouse should have you should should practice it keep that holiness of your body mind and soul praise the lord praise the lord thank you father let us read first thessalonians chapter 5 verse 11 first thessalonians chapter 5 verse 11 we read therefore encourage one another and build up each other as indeed you are doing it is the duty of the boy to protect the girl and it is the duty of the girl to protect the boy from falling into any unholiness if they if you both love each other if you don't love each other but lust each other you will be in hurry to use his body and her body that is why i said we have to be very careful about lust and love love is not blind lust is blind love has no secrets but lust has secrets love is open the lust is not open love 
your husband your parents and everyone will be happy to know and you will be you will not be embarrassed in front of them but last you will be embarrassed in front of everyone i remember one girl came and said father in this modern world it's an embarrassment to tell others that i'm a virgin and she said father in my college university when i tell others i'm an i'm a virgin they are so shocked i is an embarrassment and they they think i am something wrong with me my dear brothers and sisters holiness becomes an embarrassment it seems it is terrible my dear and i told this girl suppose on your marriage after your marriage your husband on the first day says my dear i waited all these years i never entered into any relationship i waited all these year with my virginity so that i can give myself totally only for you when you see this virgin the holiness of your husband will you get embarrassed or will you get honored if you are entering into a family life and when you tell your husband or tell your wife that i waited for this day so that i can give myself totally in holiness to you you are honoring the other person respecting the other person and the other person will feel never embarrassed but honored it is better to be embarrassed here today among your friends so that one day when you have a future life you will be respected and you will be respecting someone else and honoring that honor will remain forever let us read john 15:13 john 15:13 we read like this no one has greater love than this to lay down one's life for one's friends so there is no greater love sacrifice your desires of your flesh keep your body holy if at all if you give you in the marriage if you give you get into marriage give your husband your whole body and holiness and everything that is the real love that is how you convey you give your yourself and give your real love there is holiness there is something honorable only only a good human beings can do that my dear brothers and sisters those who are like cats and dogs will not be able to do it because they don't have self control we are not like cats and dogs we are children of god god gave a special gift called self control which may not be there for animals animals behave according to instincts they don't know who is my husband who is my wife this have you seen any dog coming and introducing his mother in law they will never because they don't know who is mother in law who is father in law who is my daughter who is my sister they will have his relationship with as they want according to their season they don't keep the holiness and sanctity of their relationship but we human beings are not like cats and dogs we are human beings children of god we are given the self control 
we know who is our husband who is wife who is sister who is daughter every detail and we have our own the way we deal with the different love for each and every person because this is a special gift only given to human beings the spirit of god is in us many people today have become like cats and dogs lost the dignity as a human being because spirit of god is already gone from them because they have desecrated their body in every kind of unholy relationship my dear brothers and sisters this has to be very careful we have to uh, we have to be very careful about these kinds of things my dear brothers and sisters one day one person they exhibit or they even post some unholy picture improper pictures of themselves in the social media and they are waiting how many people are liking it how many people are applauding it up and clapping the hands for it and lifting the thumbs like this the more they put they feel honored and respected and i know one person who did this and then came and then i and justifying it then i said did anyone correct you only my parents only my siblings only my parish priest all the others they all liked it my dear brothers and sisters just look at it your parents your siblings your friends and your, your relatives your close friends and your parish priests these are the people who they care for you i asked her do you know all these people who liked it liked your picture do you know them personally no i don't know them do they know personally no then what do they know they only know your body they only saw your picture they liked your body not you my dear sister but the real people who really cared for you are the people who corrected you but sometimes the spirit of hodom will block us we will become blinded hosea chapter 5 verse 4 hosea chapter 5 verse 4 we read like this their deeds do not permit them to return to their god for the spirit of hodom is within them they do not know the lord their deeds do not permit them to return to their god for the spirit of hodom is within them and they do not know the lord they cannot relate to god when you enter into a wrong relationship the first thing that you are going to do is you will stop praying you will stop reading bible you will stop going for mass if at all if you go you will go only to please your parents and if you go there you will never be involved in the prayer if possible standing at the back of the church again if it is possible outstanding christians standing outside the church so my dear brothers and sisters this is what happens when the lust enters inside of us and controls us it's a clear sign this relationship that you are entering into this friendship that you are entertaining is not from god if it is not if it is from god how is your relationship with god is affected because of this relationship 
praise the lord thank you jesus praise you jesus abba father we thank you we praise you some people just because they, you know they put all the makeups they spend hours and hours and put extra fittings in their body and then go around and get others to appreciate and attract but such people those who are attracted by your look and come to you and get married to you the only such people who are interested in these kinds of appearance will come and get married not a person who really respects you i remember one girl who came and one lady who came and said this father my husband after marriage in the before the marriage we were in love with each other he appreciated everything of mine and he was so happy with me but after marriage this is what happened father after marriage some years we lived a happy life and we have children now he started complaining about my my weight my fat and my uh, you know there are lots of complaints he has and he is now is ashamed to take me along with him when he goes for a party he goes alone when we go outside he doesn't take me and then she said now he is out separated he is not interested to stay with me he doesn't even want my ch- children he is staying outside he is having some other affairs father i think if i was skinnier if i was healthy if i was using proper makeup even now he would have stayed with me then i said not necessarily he may be, he may have used you longer that's all because he never loved you he only loved your body praise the lord my dear brothers and sisters these are the areas that we have to be very careful why do i say these things openly i know that it may disturb many of you and irritate some of you but this is what god wants me to tell you whether you like it or not please listen we read second corinthian chapter 7 verse 1 second corinthian chapter 7 verse 1 since we have these promises beloved let us cleanse ourselves from every defilement of body and spirit making holiness perfect in the fear of god we have so making holiness perfect in the fear of god let us cleanse ourselves from every defilement my dear brothers and sisters you may see each other a beautiful body but remember soon or later this body's beauty will fade after some time no shape and after some time you will lie down your whole body will there will be wrinkles all over the body your hair will be lost your tooth will be lost and whatever that can be lost will be lost and then one day you will die when you die you will be put in the coffin and from the coffin to a big as uh, six feet pit and then your body will become a dinner for the worms that's all body is for good for nothing don't take a decisions based on the appearances of a body these are all going to disappear these are all going to perish 
Let us look at the spirit. You know, in every married relationship, the first relationship is spirit to spirit relationship. Second is emotion to emotion relationship. Third is body to body relationship. When Adam saw Eve, who brought Eve to Adam? God brought them. Therefore, the first one was a divine bringing, divine relationship. God brought Eve and Adam together. And God's presence made it spiritual union. Later, as after as soon as she, he saw her, he said, this is my flesh of my flesh, my body of my body, liver of my liver. So the first romantic song, he became emotional, romantic. So this remorse, emotional love union, first is spiritual union, second emotional union, and then the physical union comes. All, therefore, always remember, in every relationship, it should be spiritual. It should start spiritual. The spirit-to-spirit -spirit relationship is very important. In every marriage relationship, even after marriage, this spiritual union will help you. We will reflect about this in these coming days. Let's First Peter chapter 1 verse 15 and 16. We read like this. First Peter chapter 1 verse 15 and 16. Instead, as we as he who called you is holy, be holy yourselves in all your contact. The Lord says, The one who called you is holy. All the girls and boys who listen to me, the one who called you is holy. Therefore, be holy in all your contact with your friends, your friends, the boys who are girls who are, or whoever may be, in every contact, be holy. Anyone who say the holiness is an embarrassment, they are coming from the evil one. Do not entertain them. Because the Lord says, it is written, you shall be holy because I am holy. God says, Hebrew chapter 12 verse 14. Hebrew chapter 12 verse 14, we read like this. Pursue peace with everyone and the holiness without which no one will see the Lord. Pursue peace with everyone and the holiness without which no one will see the Lord. Without holiness, no one can see God. That's why many people abandon God. They can't see God because they are not holy. Many people are denying God the existence and becoming atheist. Once upon a time, they were so close to God. They were leading the worship and prayer and leading the many things. But now they have become atheist, not believing in God because they lost holiness somewhere in this course of time. The moment you lose the holiness, the next moment it is impossible for you to see God and experience God. Psalm 119 verse 9. 119 verse 9 we read like this. How can young people keep their way pure? How can young people keep their way pure? By guarding it according to your word. By guarding it according to your word. 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse 9. God will give you the grace to keep holiness. Holiness is not possible if God is not there. 
Anyone who is in not in relationship with God cannot have a good relationship with anyone on this earth. Who saved us and called us with the holy calling, not according to our works, but according to his own purpose and grace. This grace was given to us in Christ Jesus before the ages began, so that we may be able to be holy. This grace is given to us. We read like this, Psalm 139 verse 23. Let us all pray together this prayer, this word of God. Every one of us, 139 verse 23 and 24. 23 and 24. Search me, O God. Repeat after me. Search me, O God. And know my heart. Test me. And know my thoughts. See if there is any wicked way in me. And lead me in the way everlasting. Search me, O God. And know my heart. Test me. And know my thoughts. See if there is any wicked way in me. And lead me in the way everlasting. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. In every relationship, before you enter into relationship, ask God, God, is it the one whom I have to be into relationship? Am I in the right path? Am I doing according to your plan? Philippians chapter 2 verse 5. Philippians chapter 2 verse 5. Philippians chapter 2 verse 5. We read, let the same mind be in you that was in Christ Jesus. Jesus was full of holiness in every relationship. He had so many girls who are his friends. No girlfriends. But girls who are his friends. He had so many people with whom he lived. But nobody, not even his enemies questioned his integrity, his holiness. He was unquestionable with regard to his relationship with women in front of even in front of his enemies at the moment of his death nobody questioned about his holiness everyone questioned about wrong teaching that's all they were shocked because jesus is preaching something differently that's all but nobody not even his enemies questioned his holiness he was unquestionable though there are prostitutes who are friends of jesus he was moving among the prostitutes and many other women and many other people. But he was unquestionable. Let the same mind be in you that was in Christ Jesus. My dear brothers and sisters. In every relationship when you have friends who are girls. Friends who are boys. And you talk, chat and many things. Remember Ephesians chapter 5 verse 3. Ephesians chapter 5 verse 3. But fornication and impurity of any kind or greed or must not even be mentioned among you as is proper among saints. Nothing of unholiness should be mentioned even among you. Don't even talk about anything of un unholy. Praise the Lord. Romans chapter 12 verse 1. Romans chapter 12 verse 1 we read like this. I appeal to you therefore brothers and sisters by the mercies of God to present your bodies as a living sacrifice 
it may not be so easy for you to keep the holiness of your body mind and soul your virginity your holiness it may not be so easy but if you keep it it is a living sacrifice you are sacrificing the desires of your flesh and keep your body holy and acceptable to god that itself is a spiritual worship Bible says I appeal to you therefore brothers and sisters by the mercies of God to present your bodies bodies means every part of your body every aspect of your bodies as a living sacrifice how why is it is living sacrifice because each day every moment we are overcoming the temptations of the body therefore it is a living sacrifice a dead body cannot sacrifice you know if you if you are you are a blind suppose if you are blind and you say from tomorrow I will not watch pornography there is no meaning there is no sacrifice in it anyway you can't see and therefore there is no sacrifice so that is a dead sacrifice so what does it mean when you are able to do and when you decide not to do that is living sacrifice you can't hear and you say you, i remember why do i say these examples because one day one man who was losing his eyesight and doctor said don't watch tv and all this mobile phone too much because he was addicted to dirty videos and watching movies and all those things and then he said he could not control himself and he continued watching 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 at the end he lost his eyesight and then he came and said now from now i take a strong promise i will not watch it anymore this is not sacrifice he had cha- choices chances given already but he did not take it seriously praise the lord roman chapter 6 verse 22 roman chapter 6 verse 22 we read like this but now that you have been freed from sin and enslaved to god the advantage you get is sanctification the end is eternal life if you are sanctified the end is eternal life my dear brothers and sisters let us close our eyes and promise to god that we will be always keeping a holy relationship all the boys and girls who are into friendships and wrong relationship remember if you are planning to get married to certain people then why are you in hurry to enter into physical relationship because if this is the person god has chosen you will get it and after that you give your rest of your life totally to the other person there is honor and respect in that but if you are entering into any relationship before marriage it is a desecration it is an unholiness and it's a clear sign that you have no self control and it will be you will be accountable in front of god in front of the almighty god those who want to enter into any wrong things any physical attachment any expression of your physical attachment remember always practice the purity you would hope your future spouse should have practice the purity now itself which you would hope your future spouse should have